1: It is crown corner for the 23rd day of March, getting ready for our game. A couple of days from right now as Charlotte FC hosting New York Red Bulls, a team that they played for Christian Lattanzio's first ever MLS victory in this building Two nil was the final that day. And, Charlotte FC, a much different squad from then till now because of some of the changes that have been made. But I think the biggest changes that were made were the ones made week over week between the St. Louis and Atlanta games and what we saw last week, again, it's Orlando. Uh, Removed from what we saw last weekend, Jess, what are your thoughts now going into this contest against a New York team that is obviously going to be very physical, uh, very aerial, long and direct and uh, something that, you know, what you see is what you get with them?
0: Yeah, I think it's a team that knows their identity, which helps them, but also helps us. We know what to prepare for. We know what we're going to face. We know it's not going to be a game where the opposition wants to fight you for possession. You're going to be allowed a lot of the ball, but you're also playing against a team that can be deadly. When they press you, they can really force errors out of you. And they're just a a team that's hard to beat. And that shows with their record only having the one loss on the season, but two draws and a win in that they're a team that doesn't give up many chances, if I I remember correctly. It's the team that's given up the least shots on target. So it's a team that when we do get opportunities against, we have to be clinical, which is a word that we use to describe this Sharda FC team in the first half of uh, last week's game against Orlando. But it hadn't been a word we'd use too much for the rest of the season. So we really need to use a lot of what we learned um, in the first four matches of the season and work on, to, to get a result at home, which is so important.
1: One of the things that I'm hearkening back on is the St. Louis game. They, under Bradley Carnell, are trying to employ a lot of that same New York Red Bulls approach. And quite honestly, you know, they were very, very threatening when they were able to get Charlotte FC making their own mistakes. Uh, New York is going to try to do something the same, although they're much more fortified in their style How much does that maybe worry you, given the fact that uh, this is a style that Charlotte FC, at least in this vintage, has struggled against?
0: I'm hoping it's something that we've learned from. You know, they all cliche that it's not really a mistake if you learn from it. And I think it's very important that we learn from what happened against St. Louis because in a lot of ways it was unacceptable for this squad to be the masters of their downfall so much. So I'm hoping that not only have the defense learned about you know, not uh, getting overconfident in possession and when to go long and when to not. But also that our midfield knows that they've got to help and support in the defence. They've got to be an option. Our strikers need to do a good job of getting the second ball. It's a whole collaborative effort in order to play against this style. But I'm hoping that maybe that St. Louis defeat is now the reason that we're able to go into this one confidently learning the lessons of the mistakes that we made in that one.
1: I'm also curious from from the high-pressure style, this is something that, you know, Charlotte FC loves to to play that one-touch football and, and try and get those different uh, counters going back the other way. Uh, you mentioned their ability to have the ball. The thing that I think actually gave them success against Orlando is that they were very much intentional with their possession and didn't necessarily feel like they needed the ball. They played very organized defensively. This could be a scenario where, unfortunately, in the games where Charlotte FC has held the ball more often, they have not come out the victor. So in this case, I feel like from, from Charlotte's perspective, maybe a reverse approach, kind of like what they saw against New York last year, is you know force them to possess the ball, similar to what we saw also in the Philadelphia contest at home, force the opposition to possess the ball because they're not exactly comfortable with it.
0: Yeah, and when you're playing on your home turf, you need to set the standard of how you want that game to go, right? You're on your home field, you should be the one writing the story and making the other team play the way you want them to. So perhaps that's forcing the Red Bulls to possess and make their own errors, or you just gotta adjust to the way that they're going to play. And I don't think it's as important as, oh, we can't possess the ball if we're going to win. But it is, as you've said so many times, Will, about being intentional with the possession that we have and utilizing it effectively there's no point having the ball if all you're going to do is pass it laterally continually you've got to have some more vertical passes you've got to have a purpose with it and I do think that that's something that we have improved on with the Orlando game it did look like everyone sort of knew their role when they had the possession and if you can do that even if you have more of the possession then that shouldn't be a problem.
1: Charlotte FC, we know, is going to be without one of their starters. Ashley Westwood uh, was said by Christian Latanzio to be in significant doubt. Then the uh, injury report came out, uh, has not trained all week with uh, what was being called a left eye injury, a quad injury, and and, uh, it's unfortunate for him because I think he had really kind of found his stride. How do you replace that in the midfield?
0: I think it's difficult to replace Ashley Westwood with the experience that he has and his understanding of the ball, his splitting passes. I'm wondering if you see a Nuno Santos coming in and getting his time to shine. I'm hoping that that will be an opportunity for him because he does have some of the similar traits to Westwood in terms of his understanding and vision of the game and being able to see those sorts of deliveries. But you do lose some of that physicality the minute that you have Ashley Westwood out. So there's no like-for-like option. It's going to adjust the way that we play, but I think that Nuno Santos has been looking for a reason to get a start in. And this is his opportunity to really show what he can do from the get-go.
1: It should be also. And, uh, you know, there's obviously a lot of different things and, and machinations that Charlotte FC can kind of go towards in that vein. And uh, I'm honestly very intrigued at, at, the, at the front three because I feel like that was one of our best games that we had from uh, a front imposing side with Capetti, Vargas, and Gaines. I don't think Capetti and Vargas deserve to be dropped in any means. I'm, I'm wondering how you feel about right wing, whether or not uh, it's a Gaines or Josviak scenario going into this week.
0: I think it'd go either way. I don't think Gaines did himself any damage in terms of, I don't think he did anything wrong during the game. I thought he was decent. I thought he displayed the attributes that we know McKinsey Gaines has, but I do still feel like the dropping of Josviak was pretty harsh based on the fact that he had done very well um, on the time that we'd seen him on the field, in terms of his work rate, right, in terms of his defensive ability, but uh, I'm wondering if Latanzio wants to avoid changing uh, an unbeaten or uh, uh, a squad that has a victory under their belts. But other than the changes that are forced, of course. So it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see if there's too many changes and. In- the one thing I wonder is, and you kind of alluded to it, with Westwood being out and losing that defensive prowess, do you need someone like Josbyak who has more of an understanding of the defensive side of the game and maybe offers you a bit more of that pitbullish nature uh, in order to compensate for the fact that you don't have Westwood on the field?
1: Could be interesting, also how George Marks reacts for his first time playing at home. Uh, I I understand that you know when it comes to the forceful nature of what we does as a goalkeeper, a lot of it's done with that full throat. He'll have the opportunity to do that in front of the royal family for the first time, and uh, I'm curious about George. I think you know this is an opportunity for him to possibly get his first MLS clean sheet. I'm not trying to predict that for him. I think it'd okay. be foolish to do, but I think from from this standpoint. I like the way George played in the game, and I also feel like the goal that he, the, he allowed, it came after a sensational save. It's just unfortunately he left a juicy rebound.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it wasn't like he left the rebound from any fault of his own either. When you're making a reaction save, you can't exactly choose the area that you parry into. It's not like a long-distance save where you need to get it out of the danger zone. So I don't look at Marks at any fault in that goal. I think actually there's a breakdown of a phase of play earlier on where a defender takes a heavy touch as well. I think it's Tui Loma that makes it very difficult um, for Marks in the first place. But when it comes to George Marks, yes, the clean sheet means a lot. Anytime you're a goalkeeper, that's your you number one goal. You want your team to succeed and you want a clean sheet. But I think for Marks, it's just about raising his performance level even more. It's about uh, becoming even more vocal than he is and really commanding that back line like he did because I don't think it's any coincidence that it's the most organised when you've got your goalkeeper that is the most vocal uh, behind you.
1: Lastly, uh, looking quickly kind of at New York, uh, they may or may not have their top star, uh, Lewis Morgan, their sensational attacking midfielder. Uh, He missed last week with an injury. He was listed as questionable on the New York injury report. We'll see whether or not he plays. I know that uh, Gerhard Struber said earlier today that uh, his groin is doing better, but they're not necessarily sure it might be another week on him, so that'd be fortunate for the crown. They're trying to break in a brand new Belgian striker as well, Uh, so it's a situation. Situation where they're still trying to find their scoring sea legs. But as we've said before, you know, defensively, uh, they are going to provide a very formidable test for this Charlotte side.
0: They are. And when you look at them, they have only conceded one goal from the run runner play. The others were off a set piece. One of those was a penalty. So they're a team that hasn't conceded goals out of really their own uh, errors or of the other team's doing. So I think it's going to be very important that Charlotte he plays fluid and really attacks them. You mentioned the big names that they may be missing. Obviously, that's an advantage to Charlotte FC, but you've got to beat the team that's in front of you. And I think the main focus for this one is that Charlotte FC is able to give the fans the result that they deserve. Last season, it felt like every time you were at home, you were confident that your team was going to be able to pick up three points. You felt like they were going to be able to compete in every single game because there was a different energy when they are at home. We haven't been able to see that quite yet this season. I think that's the main focus, is to be able to replicate that form that you saw at home, because you need to turn Bank of America back into a fortress and give the fans the results that they deserve.
1: Someone who we will not see is Patrick Klamala. He's no longer a part of this New York side, uh, Charlotte FC fans can remember uh, the collision he had with Kalina that uh, MLS said after the fact should have uh, been a red card in that contest, but for, uh, Fortunately, it did not necessarily uh, factor in the final results. Charlotte FC got a 2-0 victory anyway with or without the help of the referees or VAR. We're on the air on Saturday at 7 o'clock, 7.39 kick time at Bank of America Stadium. Jess, looking forward to seeing you, and hopefully we're talking about three points when it's all said and done.
0: Absolutely. Fingers crossed. Take care, Willie P.
1: Plenty of things for you to consume on Crown Corner from this week, not just the interview with Darius Barnes that Jess and I did yesterday, but also interviews from WFNZ with Jalen Lindsay as well as George Marks and a conversation that I'll have on Friday with Charlotte FC President Joe Labou and maybe some other things coming up across, along the way as well. For Jessica Sharman, I'm Will Pelagic. Thank you so much for joining us on Crown Corner from Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.